0: Hello everyone, welcome to the Joking Dolphin Gaming Pod. I'm Mark and as always I'm joined by Matthew.
1: Hello. And Nathan. Hello everyone. How are we doing chaps? Not far bad. Can he complain? He's, he's turned from Newcastle. <laughs> can, can he complain? Okay. Why Why I, man, yeah. is that what they say over there? I you know so. more than me, Matt. Is
2: that how they talk? But all I care about at the moment is we're winning 4-1, so. 4-1? It was 3-1 last time I looked. That's it. Part four okay. down now. We won the tile.
1: <laughs> Let's
0: not talk about football results.
2: Yeah, yeah, specifically.
0: Should <laughs> <easy. laughs> we want some news then? Alright, go on then. Go on, so kick us off. Something exciting.
2: Well, I'll quickly quickly go over this. Um, seeing as I didn't mention it last time. Well, last time it was leaked, this time it's confirmed because they kind of got strong armed into it. So uh, <laughs> Activision has confirmed the next Call of Duty game is Modern Warfare three and we do have a release date if i have a look uh they, they threw in and released it with a with a little teaser trailer with that as well it's coming out as it normally comes out around uh 10th of november oh i was close i said first week of november it was close you're pretty close yeah you're pretty close. so they had a little teaser trailer um where you kind of got a few snippet of um voiceovers by captain price um and then i think we got very few lines uh, from the main antagonist, which is going to be Makarov, um, who, if you've played Call of Duty before, you'll know from the original Modern Warfare 3 as well. So, I mean, over the that, there's been quite a few snippets that have come out um, about the game. So it was initially uh, reported that this was going to be potentially an expansion to Modern Warfare 2 originally um, from Bloomberg. And then Activision were like, actually, no, we want all the monies. So, so
0: that's about right. Uh,
2: yeah. So, this is going to be like supposedly a full fledged um game. Uh, so it is being made by Sledgehammer Games with the help of about 20 of a different studio <laughs>
0: because everyone as division works on the College of Duty yeah, area, pretty as much we
2: know. now. Yeah, <laughs> So, from the looks of it, at least multiplayer wise, everything. Kind of from Modern Warfare Two is getting pulled through into Modern Warfare Three. So the like, operators, bundles that you've bought, weapons that you've unlocked, all that kind of stuff is actually getting transferred over. Strangely that's enough, very unActivision. Yeah. Um, you mean you'd have to is, purchase think, it all again? Well, I think that's what that's what takes um, cadence in the light. I think people thought this was going to be just an expansion pack. I think it's given like potential, like confirmation of rumors about it. It looks as though we're going to get a lot of the uh, original Modern Warfare 2 maps in Modern Warfare 3 Remake, whatever they would call them. It's a bit confusing. We're going to get a lot of that, apparently. Um, some of the other kind of potential rumour slash leaks for this game as well is that they're bringing red dots back to the minimap, um, which, yeah. What are make. red dots? When you fire your gun, yeah. So, uh, yeah. When, when you fire your gun, you would appear on the minimap as a red dot, which gives, like, obviously, the enemy team, like, kind of, uh, you reveal your location, in fact, yeah. if people are keeping around on the minimap, unless you've got a silencer, in which then you don't appear on the minimap when you're shooting your gun. They removed that for Modern Warfare 2. Um, I think also the, the remake of Modern Warfare as well, the kind of Infinity Ward kind of just removed it, like, right, you need to stop focusing your eyes on there and start actually like listening out for my eyes are up here. sounds and whatnot yeah you should be focusing on guns and stuff um a couple other things that I think I suppose pro players and then regular players of Cold you would be happy this seems to be coming back uh, we've got the reload cancel whatever that is I think' there's there's like a mechanic where you could reload but then you cancel it but then it like acts as like a quick reload sort of thing so you don't go through the whole animation. Um, slide cancelling as well, that seems to be a big thing in Warzone, or the original Warzone, um, whatever that is. They're going to make the ninja perk, which is where it um, quiens your footsteps. They are bring that back as natural perk rather than a, um, I forgot what they call equipment, I think is what they used it in like the Modern Warfare games. They're changing perks now to be gear so perks are going to be like equipable gear on your person rather than just being like a thing i suppose whatever perks used to be i don't know they're they're changing stuff around and kind of that um i think i mentioned last time it looks as though they're going to bring the war mode back which i'm massively happy about provided that it's like god sticks to what it is you know i don't want any kill streaks it's all about the gunplay and teamwork
0: Oh no, it's just gonna be vibrations on. and building bridges. <clears throat>
2: um, <laughs> one other thing, which is quite intriguing, I just think, is something that Treyarch's side might be working on, is that they might be bringing back the outbreak zombies mode from Cold War, which, okay, might be. So that will be some rumors again. Yeah, well, it's yeah, the rumors exactly, but. I mean, if they do, I think that's actually going to be the first time a Zombies mode come to Modern Warfare, which, okay, interesting. Sure, you'll be happy about that, Matt. Love Zombies. I mean, I'll be ecstatic if, if it does, especially if it's the Outbreak version, because that was like, um, they were like mini war zones, like massive maps you had objectives to do in it, and then once you complete them, you move on to like the next like big map and stuff. So that would be cool. But yeah. They've, uh, they've confirmed it, so we'll, I suppose, wait to see that. I think the official reveal trailer is coming out very, very soon, like I think sometime next week, from the recording of this podcast. So when it comes out, probably in a very few days, so we'll see.
1: Cool. Right, do you want some more good news, Mark? Sure, why not? You're You're gonna be good love... news. Well, actually, is it going to be good news? Because it's EA Sports. Well, there's, FC there's a lot of riding on this now. Right, I've bigged it up now, so I may as well just come out and say it. Crossplay is coming to Pro Clubs, or just clubs, is what it's now going to be called. I'll just confirm what I've read about it in terms of the platforms that are going to be crossplay. So we're going to have PS5, Xbox Series X, S and PC versions can crossplay with each other. PS4 and Xbox One versions can crossplay with each other separately. So, no Mormon Pirates. Sorry about that. And then, all on its own, the Nintendo Switch can cross-play with nobody.
2: <laughs> I would say I oh. wouldn't be surprised if it whack, whack, probably wouldn't come to Switch.
1: Yeah. I mean, to be honest, I'm just surprised that the Switch version has got frostbite now. So, that's enough.
0: But can we switch the PC version off? Don't want <laughs> to wanna, wanna <laughs> play with them lot.
2: Why not?
1: They might be rubbish.
2: Come on, it's going to be like full hackers, isn't it? Yeah,
0: full hack. As soon teams as the game 10.
2: comes out, we'll be playing against like teams, teams of 10, all like level red nine 99. <laughs> Got the speed boost on like permanently.
1: That'll be hilarious when we beat them.
2: I, I don't need that anxiety in my life.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I think it'll be good. At least we'll be able to get games and whatnot. Mm. I guess we'll cut matches. That'll
2: be nice. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, it'll certainly extend the life of... Um, clubs certainly i think maybe they might treat it as like a proper mode now yeah. uh, <laughs> good one uh yeah, yeah. the thing though so... you talk about
1: cups they need to just do more of them and always have a cup open because i'm sick i don't want to look and wait 54 days for a cup to open i think that's the reason why they do it though isn't it to funnel everyone
0: to that cup and have a, a short a small window for it open. yeah i, I think th- that's the th- idea th-
2: it used to be where you actually got a choice of like what cup you wanted to do, but I think then, then like that like split the I suppose player base. Like not everyone's going to be in each cup, so I think just having certain ones available on a schedule is uh, is better. Plus, I mean they they're doing this whole what um, monthly league series now, aren't they? Where yeah,
1: because you're going to have to go into a playoff, aren't you, to get promotion. From Leeds. Stuff
2: like that, yeah. But I don't know what that's going to be like. I don't know how it's going to be, but we'll see. I, suppose.
1: I mean, I thought overcooks with pressure,
2: never mind going into a playoff.
0: No. Yeah.
1: What gets made under pressure?
0: Diamonds, Nathan. You can be a diamond.
1: No, nah, I'm just a lump of coal. <laughs> oh, that's a harsh, Fair right. enough. A, d- a diamond will not get made, the coal will crumble. We'll see,
2: though. Well, sticking with. Um... EAFC 24, uh, they did a bit of a deep dive recently on their Ultimate Team mode that's going to make kajillions, as it always is. Um, so, I mean, there's some, there's some new stuff, which actually I actually think could be quite interesting. So we might have spoke about this before, I can't remember, but they are bringing the female professional players into Ultimate Team now for the first time. Um, So you have a mix of uh, male and female professional footballers in your team, if you want. They even showed off, and uh, this got a bit of, uh, this is quite funny, it's got a bit of uh, tension, should we say, on social media. Uh, They showed off, like, the team of, like, mixed pros, and you had, um, up front in the four four two you had Erlen Haaland, who was, like, red 90, and then you had, I think it's Sam, is it Gurr? I could be saying the last name wrong. Kerr. Kerr, that's it. Sam Kerr, who's rated 91. <laughs> so she's technically a better footballer than Erlen Holland, and that got a lot of discussion. She may well be. But, yeah, like, I've got no problem with it. I'll have them both up front. I'm, I'm sure they'll smash some goals together. Um,
1: it was just fine. Uh, it reminds that, me of that um, like cartoon that were on um, were Jetix back in the day called Galactic Football. Oh, yeah. Did you ever, did you ever watch it?
2: I don't think it did. Basically, no.
1: it was these like aliens playing football against each other, but they were like an Earth team, and it had like men and women on it. it we're quite good.
2: Well, I mean, you mentioned alien, and we've got Holland there, so that that probably fits together.
1: Yeah, he's um, just a
2: freak. He's got two goals already. <laughs> hey, so is Isaac, and he plays for Newcastle, so I'm happy. Anyway, um, yeah, so there's uh, five leagues that again incorporate from the women's side. We've got the Barclays Women's Super League. The D1 Arkema, I've probably absolutely butchered that. We've got the Google Pixel Freuden Bunsen Liga. Um, that was a mouthful. Uh, we've got the uh, Liga F from Spain. And then we've got the National Women's Soccer League from the United States. So we've got five there. They've incorporated something new as well. They've got which is called Ultimate Team Evolutions. So what you can do now is every player card that you've got has certain objectives you need to reach and if you get them you can essentially evolve their card so they get better. How this is gonna add into like all the other like team of the week's team of the seasons breakthrough the you know Champions League cards the card I don't know how that's gonna get incorporated.
1: But yeah they'll just be millions I mean, it it seems player, ball,
2: won't they? Yeah. yeah. Um I mean so it's got the you can... forms of players
1: yeah, because you can like pick your favourite player and then build on mm. them, can't you? So, I
2: just didn't did mention as well, if you do evolve a player, you cannot trade them. Am I the wrong? You might be able to trade them. You can't sell them. Sorry. Same thing I suppose. So if you do evolve a player you could, then that's it. That's like you'll have to like, I suppose, discard them. Probably. Um, If you don't want them. <laughs> that sounds rubbish. Um, it might make
1: you not want to evolve them if you want to get any money back.
2: Potentially, yeah. Uh, they've also got rid of the position modifier consumable. So that was where you could change player's position. Um, so, like, maybe you want, I don't know, maybe you want Erlen Hartland to play cam instead of forward. You could, like, put on a CF to CAM card on. Um, they've got rid of them completely. Apparently, players will now have multiple positions that they can play. So you can put them basically where you want them to play. And, like, that's it, really. Which I think is good. I think it's, it's a good, positive thing. Um, I think that was it. There was some as well that, like, obviously introducing the women. You can have them link up with like they're almost like male counterparts. So say like you had um, Sam Kerr up front, and then you've got like I don't know, I'm trying to think of a Chelsea midfielder that would play behind them because they both play for Chelsea. They like chemistry. or, like matchup, so you can do that kind of stuff as well, which is pretty cool. But, yeah, just, uh, just some updates for the next Ultimate team that I'll most likely not put money into this time, <laughs> he says. Because he buys the Ultimate Edition. <laughs> I've not bought the Ultimate Edition for two years now, so sh-
0: <laughs> should we talk about Rockstar Games? Those chaps.
2: Ooh, is it GTA 6 news?
0: No, not this time. Oh, damn it. So they announced that they're releasing a Switch and PS4 port of Red Dead Redemption. No PC, because f those. Apparently, <laughs> it seems to be a thing when it comes to Red I know. Dead. It's a bit
2: harsh for PC people. Aren't they? <laughs> um, it's got
0: no multiplayer either, and as I say, this is not a remaster or a remake. It's just a port, and it releases digitally on August the seventeenth and physically will be available on October the thirteenth. And it will sell for fifty dollars. Whatever wow. that equivalent is in British pounds. About forty-five quid. Yeah, 40, 45. So it's fifty quid for us. Yep. Um but it will include Undead Nightmare. But that doesn't really oh, justify the that's... pricing. And when queried about the price, because um I can't remember who it was, but somebody asked the CEO of Take Two about this uh, price, and it's his name is Strauss Zelnick. And he simply said this. That's just what we believe is the commercially accurate price for it. Do we believe that? For a port of a game that you can actually buy the Xbox version
1: physically for $30 I just bung it here, see his eggs, and play? So off the back of that was the follow-up question, do you believe what you're actually saying? <laughs> I don't know. It just I've, seems I've very heard good.
2: about this as well, because like, it's it's just the port. Like, there's no... like. Any enhancement whatsoever, like nope. you can get on the Xbox Series X, like you can get like the, what is it, the boost patch up to 60 frames per second or
0: something like yep,
2: that. Yeah, you can. Yep. Like,
0: not even that. And uh, <laughs> the the not even been done by Rockstar. It's been done. It's been outsourced to a developer team called Double Eleven Studios. Remember when they did the GTA trilogy and that got outsourced,
1: and we know how that went. Hey, uh, that were really good. I got pushed into an invisible building and got stuck for minutes. Nice. Tried to jet back out of there, but I couldn't. So I well, had to blow myself up with a rocket launcher.
0: But well, now you can find yourself inside an invisible horse, really. Rockstar be
2: rockstar. Yeah, they're making some like strange decisions lately, haven't they?
0: Because the thing is, I think there was there's much rumors about there's going to be a remaster of this. And for this yeah. to be the outcome, it's shocking, to be honest.
2: I mean, not maybe even, even there's
0: PS5. a remaster on, on, on the way. Perhaps. No, why would you Why would you release this? No. Money. <laughs> this is it, I'm afraid. This is I it. think they're trying they really to troll everybody.
1: It. I think this is like the thing that's well, going to make people angry. And then afterwards, they'll be like, jokes, Is the remaster.
0: Nah, I don't, I, don't, I don't think they're smart enough for that. <laughs> no. It used
1: to be. <laughs> Times have changed, I'm afraid. It have looked on social media and like, yeah, let's give people the opposite of what they want. <laughs> well,
0: you have all the monies of 10 years of GTA Online. We don't bother putting any effort into it. It seems.
2: I really, it's it's so strange that they've like excluded PC from this.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's like it's,
2: the one market that's like been dying to play the original. And
0: yeah, because yeah, because originally it wasn't on PC, was it?
2: No, it think,
0: was just, oh, this is this is your chance. Yeah, it's
2: like, just nope. 360 PS3, wasn't it? So it's like nope,
0: you can't do it. Should talk about the devolver delayed. Yeah, go the on, greatest then. showcase ever. <laughs> It was hilarious. I, I, was, I, was, I was thinking, oh, oh, I'll sit down for about an hour, just
1: see what this is. No, this this was a three-minute presentation. Yeah, I did the same. Like, I, I sat down <laughs> to watch it um, yesterday. I'm like, right, let's book some time over because this is going to take a while. Looked at it, two minutes and 59 seconds, like, okay. <laughs> I mean, I'd love it if any showcases were that length, to be honest. But yeah, yeah. It, was, it was quite
0: funny, wasn't it? Uh, yeah. So they've all had the showcase announcing the games of theirs that have been delayed to next
1: year. So the delayed games are oh, the Plucky Squire. Yeah, I'm actually really looking forward to that one. Yeah, it
0: looks that, all like right.
1: 2D to 3D art book kind of story. Yeah,
0: actually, I think all the games that were delayed, I quite like the look of.
1: Um, stick it to the man. No, sorry, stick it to the stick man. Stick man, yeah. Yeah, stick it to the stick man. That looks good. Yeah, I like the quip that they put in saying, "You're fired." <laughs> Afterwards. Uh, Skate Story. It's about a. Uh,
0: a glass like a skateboarder made of glass and is skating around hell or something like that? I think or the underworld something like that. Quite it did look style. cool. Yeah, yeah. anger foot. It's about a bloke raging and I think it's a bit like Hotline Miami. I it? Well, first person though. He's just like booting your way through doors and kicking people. And uh, this last one though, I did. I, I don't know anything about this Pepper Grinder.
1: I don't know anything about that one. Yeah, that was a strange one. I, I, to be honest, that one totally kind of went out of my radar. like, yeah. okay. Because I've heard of all the other ones, but i never heard of that one. Hmm. I don't know. But then they announced the um, not-delayed list that's still yes. coming in 2023. So we had uh, Gunbrella, um, Wizard with a Gun. <laughs> yes. <laughs> best name ever. Uh, the Talos Principle 2. I'm looking forward to playing that, because that were a really decent puzzle game. I that.
0: I've still got that on my backlog. I play
1: mm. that. The Cosmic Wheel Sisterhood. <laughs> um, Very catchy. Yeah, definitely. Rolls off the tongue. What's this one? Car- Karamazoo? I think, I think that's think. right. Yeah. And then uh, Broforce Forever was the last one. So still lots to come from Devolver. But I just, th- throughout that entire, in air quote, showcase, <laughs> <laughs> I just love the energy that the, the yeah. like, the... The hosts had it was just really funny. If you've not watched it, I'd, even if you don't care about the games, I'd just watch it. Yeah, uh, they it sounded it sounds more excited about the ones being delayed than oh yeah
2: definitely what we still going ahead. Yeah. yeah, gotta love
0: yeah, those good. guys.
2: Oh, you convinced me to watch it.
1: Now. It will not take too much of your time, don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> so this next bit of news, it's fairly close to my heart because I recently had a an issue with. One of my controllers, but for PlayStation, because it was over a year since I bought it, they literally would not do anything for me in terms of fixing it, which is annoying. But Xbox have now decided to launch a series of repair parts for their controllers. I mean, it's not going to help me for my PlayStation ones, but hopefully it'll help somebody with their Xbox you ones. You can try and bodge it together, who knows? Oh, yeah, that's it. Yeah, take <laughs> the um, PCBA board and whack it into the... Yeah. The dual sense. (laughs) Yeah. But anyway, um, so what uh, Xbox have done is they've put parts together that you can use to fix your Xbox controllers. So this is for the Elite 2 controllers and for the Xbox Series X and S controllers. So you can buy button sets. So if, like, a button's broken or it's not working, you can buy, like, all the triggers, buttons, and everything – Um, I've only got the price in dollars here, so you can buy all the buttons for $21.99. If something's happened to, like, the faceplate, so the main kind of face of the controller, that's $19.99. And then if you do need, so this is good if you've got Drift, for example. So you can buy a full replacement PCBA board, and that's kind of got all of the um, haptics and... Rumble and two sets of like analogs, so you can just kind of whack that in, put your controller back together, off you go. Now this does seem quite expensive, and it seems to me like you could probably get a controller for the same price, but this one's fifty nine ninety nine. But saying that, if you've spent two hundred or so on a on an elite controller, then it's probably good value to fix that. And along with all these parts, they've actually put guides together, you know, to assist you with fixing your controllers. So it's really pushing the onus on the user to kind of say right we've got these tools for you you can go off and fix it which personally I'd rather have access to rather than being left like in the dark about doing stuff like this because I've had controls with drift where I've had to buy a third party kind of analog solder it in myself so I've had to buy the equipment to have to solder everything and it's just a hassle so I think this is a really good step in the right direction and I think other companies should follow suit. I think you should have a workman who comes round to your house just fixes it.
2: <laughs> yeah. Just a personal work,
1: yeah. Like, d- dressed in, like, first-party outfits. So for yes. Xbox, Master Chief comes round and fixes your controller. <laughs> Kratos comes round for Sony, if they ever did that. And then Mario comes round to fix it for, Ni- for Nintendo. <laughs> what well, are you here? The toilet needs a to fix.
2: <laughs>
1: yep. oh, I won't trust Mario doing that. Now, if you've seen the film, no. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> That'd be hilarious. Speaking of Nintendo, according to
0: Video Games Chronicle, developer kits for the new Nintendo Switch successor have made it to studios. and According to their sources, there are some details about the console that have been revealed. So it's expected that the release will be during the second half of 2024. And again, we'll have a portable mode, which I don't think is so of any surprise. But apparently we'll have an LCD screen. Okay. And we'll... Back from the OLED, that's that's quite oh, positive.
1: Good. Good.
2: good.
1: Oh, is
2: it? Is it? Yeah. Um, sorry, I, I, I understood mean, that wrong. I th-
1: there are good and bad things with that because OLED screens, they are they do tend to get screen burn. Mm. So if you're playing like games with like similar kind of looks to them a lot, then it can like burn into your screen and cause issues. With LCD, you don't have that. But OLED is a lot nicer. The blacks are a lot darker. So, swings and roundabouts. It's, uh, it's believed that's been
0: done to bring costs down. Mm. But is Nintendo lacking money? <laughs> I don't know. Well, it's probably the cost that they're passing on to us. Well, consumers. yeah, that's, prob- that's probably the thing, isn't it? It will accept physical cartridges, which is good to hear. It's not an old digital affair. But there's no clear indication of backwards compatibility. But I suspect it probably will. Yeah,
2: I mean, it'd be a big mistake if it if they yeah. didn't.
0: But that's about it, really. That's all. That's all we. Well, I say no. We don't know it. No. so true, true. apparently that's what
2: they've heard. I wonder how powerful it would be. Like, will it be the reported? Will it 4K? only go as far as like being like the four K, and then that's it?
0: Or I think that's another reason for the OLED uh, for the LCD screen is <laughs> for because the parts inside it will be more expensive. Because obviously I think they're going to have to upgrade memory and that kind of thing. Just as we know, games are oh, getting massively. bigger
2: and bigger. Like. I mean, what, the. It's only got, is it 128 gigabyte, the base Switch model and the OLED one, I think?
1: The OLED 64, I think, and 32 gig for the base.
2: Oh, is it even smaller yeah, than I even than thought? Okay. No, yeah, you probably got a point. Like, it needs to be at least 512, or even like a terabyte, maybe.
1: Something in compa- comparison to Steam Deck. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they definitely do need at least 4K, and it needs to have a lot more horsepower to go forward with, because that's one thing for Nintendo. Obviously, the first party is fantastic, but third party is absolutely terrible.
2: Ooh, I think it's a bit harsh. It depends on what the game is, really.
1: Well, I can't think of a decent third party that's not running on the cloud.
2: Oh,
1: Minecraft? (laughs) <laughs> oh, yeah, the game from 2011.
2: Hey, you just said third party. Like, you know, I'm just going to prove you wrong. Yeah, but
1: I didn't mean from, like, two generations <laughs> ago.
2: Well, Something you current. Did
1: <laughs> All right, I'll give you that one, Matt. Let's move. What do you mean, triple A? Yeah,
2: yeah. Like a Call of Duty, for example. Can't think of any triple A that's on. <laughs> I don't need AAA. So perfectly fine, is
1: it? I mean, obviously, yeah, it's doing fine. I think, how much has the Switch sold? 150 million units? Yeah, I think that's fine. Isn't it? Yeah, just it's not too just, shabby, just, is just it? fine. It's okay. It's not... It's could be more. Numbers. could be 250 million if they made it a yeah. beast. Rookie numbers. Rookie numbers, There.
2: Right, well, I'm going to have to bring the mood down a little bit, I'm afraid. What, Steve? What? <laughs> True, yeah. To be fair, I normally oh like the optimism that's true group. um so true. well we'll start off with like initial good news and that it kind of goes downhill from there so um we had evo uh quite recently so evo is the buying game tournament the big buying game tournament and there's quite a few announcements there and stuff but one that caught uh caught the eye and then also caught some negativity surrounding that uh was the one for Street Fighter they announced that they were doing a collaboration um, with Nickelodeon of all companies because there's a recent Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles film that's come out. Yeah. Um, Quality. If you've not watched it, you've got to watch it. So you think, okay, that's pretty cool. Yeah, they announced uh, four four costumes for the four turtles. Uh, you've got some little accessories and uh, emotes that you can get from that as well. And that's like, I think that's probably already gone live over the game now at the moment. But could you guess how much just one turtle costume would set you back? Right, I'm going to be wild here. and say twenty quid. Cheap right, I'm, 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 going to, I'm, going to, <laughs> I'm going to preference this is in dollars. I've not actually got it in pounds, but we'll 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 say that equates to twenty dollars. Um, no, you're a bit off there. We a little bit less. Although if it was twenty, then I think the whole Twitter would melt down. Fifteen, yes, around around fifteen. So technically, what I should cost you is seven hundred and fifty fighting coins. Why, would the currency is in Street Fighter Six, but you can only get so many in- in- incrementals. So you can get like six hundred ten for about twelve dollars, and then for Five dollars, you can get about two hundred and fifty. So that's actually, that. That's
1: like out, Fortnite it'd be about,
2: slide, that is. It'd be about seventeen dollars, really, that you've spent, um, and that's just for one costume. So um, yeah, didn't didn't really go down very well. Um, so hang on. So what what's what's the costume actually for? Because it's not
0: you're not a fighter, are you?
2: No, so it. it I've not seen it properly. Uh, maybe at least it's not from this article. They're not specified which fire would have the costume of the turtle. There's just there's definitely yeah, so like so you're
0: not you're not getting the turtle. You're getting
2: no, you're getting like a skin, the yeah, on, in effect a, on something. Yeah, a skin of that your fire could wear, I suppose. <laughs> Madness. Um, but yeah, it's uh, it's a bit nuts. I mean, I don't know. Like, I don't know who to blame at this point. Is it was it Nickelodeon's idea? Was it was it Capcom's? Um, I don't know whose idea it is, but obviously, drop the rest together. Just and, to put in um, the chat.
1: and said, "How much money can we make out of this?" Basically, games in it. The um, clarification: I've just sent a dog costume in from Teenage yeah. Mutant Ninja Turtles for nine ninety nine. Bargain. If I ever had a dog, I'd buy that.
2: Oh, I've got one. I might get one now actually. Give me that order. Which turtle? You talk it? about you can talk about other stuff. I'm getting all of this. Which turtle is it? What's the red one?
1: Donatello. Raphael. 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 Yeah, it's that Come one. Well, on,
0: you went to see the film the other day. You don't yeah, know the difference I
1: don't know they are.
0: <sighs>
1: What's the, the purple one. one? The blue one. That's Donatello. You
2: you've heard yeah, Mark Donatello. Soul.
1: Right. The, Donatello's my favourite one.
2: Okay. One.
1: okay. So yeah. you came to that conclusion? Yeah, did. You didn't,
0: you didn't know who you identified with? I didn't know before,
1: but now I do. Because <laughs> no, Donatello likes anime, and he came out with some really funny, um, like pop culture references. So.
2: Right. Well, moving swiftly. On. We had a direct, didn't we, Nathan? Yeah. Did that, we? Had a new direct. Yes.
1: I thought we, we had a, a present.
2: Oh well, yeah, that thing. Talk about it before
1: I get angry. We had a Pokemon Presents on the 8th of August, 2023. What time? I don't know what time.
2: Oh, I'm disappointed.
1: Because I did not watch it live. (laughs) But it opened up with information about the Pokemon World Championships that's happening in Yokohama in Japan. So this is the first Pokemon World Championship to be featured in Japan, like which is quite weird because I thought in, isn't it? yeah, yeah. that they think, would have had it think added The default.
2: very first one would be in Japan.
1: So yeah, so they talked about and showed off what the winners going to get, which just looks like a load of cool Pokemon merch. Um, anyone that gets to That's go awesome. will have slightly poorer merch bundles. Um wish. <laughs> <Probably. laughs> yeah. Wrong <laughs> <Probably. laughs> wish. Um, Sorry, Temu nowadays Yeah, Temu, that's the new word. So there's going to be a Lapras promo card That you'll get And there'll be a new Pikachu plush that you can purchase And it's Pikachu oh. eating a bowl of ramen Which is pretty oh, cool
2: that sounds And cute. it's
1: Naruto's favourite snack So I liked that I had ramen last week, it was very nice Did you? Carry, oh, carry cool. What well,
2: flavor? Uh, it
0: was
1: beef, beef something or other where did you have it? Bagamama?
0: Yes. Oh. Other Asian restaurants are available. Yeah, like number <laughs> one Chinese
1: takeaway. It's not there anymore, is it? What? Number one Chinese takeaway. Oh, yeah, it went ages ago. I can Double remember buffet, we, we, we we went into town um, probably about 13 years ago to go to that restaurant, Ooh, and that the doors were locked, and there was yeah. dust everywhere, and we are like, yeah, <laughs> this is close now. <laughs> anyway, I digress. Yes. Oh, Oh, cool. World
2: Championship. Good times. Maybe
1: hungry now. So, they're going to be setting up a load of stuff around the city uh, of Yokohama. So, there'll be loads of photo ops. Um, They'll be decorating buildings with Pokemon, uh, which look quite cool. So, like, you can compare your size to an Ursa Ring, for example. If you don't know what an Ursa Ring is, it's like a giant bear Pokemon. Um, So, they'll be generally within the city celebrating. There'll also be a luxury cruise ship that you can go on to Ooh. that will be docked. Um, and on there, um, you can trade Pokemon cards, trade Pokemon with your Pokemon games. So it's going to be like a hub where Pokemon players can go and just relax and do what they want to do. So, yeah, it sounds pretty cool.
2: I, I think it would have been cool if like they held the championships on the cruise and like, they just got out. Just like happen like, in the middle of anywhere.
1: Middle of the that. ocean. And if so you if lose, it he gets
2: thrown overboard. Oh, yeah. <laughs> if there's anything like the SSN that was in the anime, then there's, that's not going to go down well. It's kind of. Yeah, sank. that's
1: true. Um, yeah.
2: Anyway, as it goes over, Mark said. Yep. <laughs> so, off the
1: back of that, they announced that there was going to be a new Pokemon short series. Um, so it's going to be called Pokemon Path to the Peak. And this is based on the um, trading card game. So it's an anime based on the trading card game oh, of Pokemon. Oh, nice. So it's set in a school. Um, so you've, we follow this girl. She joins a new school. And then off the when she joins the school, she joins a, tr- a Pokemon trading card club. And then basically battles with her friend Oddish. And it seems like there's a bully antagonist. Oddish is a Pokemon. It looks like a little sprout with like leaves coming out of its head, if you don't know what Oddish is. And the first I episode... Like, I don't like sprouts. So I don't me. like sprouts. No, no, oh, no. And the first episode is out now. So if you want to watch it, you can. After that, we got some more information about Detective Pikachu Returns. So the coffee-loving, gruff Pikachu. Now I'm listening. Yes. Um, so, oh, Matt's just put Oddish in the chat so you can see what he looks like. It's actually, it's not That's a, not a sprout. sprout. It's more like a blueberry with yeah. leaves, actually. Yeah. <laughs> I must be thinking of the shiny <laughs> version. So.
2: Yeah, the shiny one's like light green. So,
1: yeah. Getting mixed up because I've got so many of them. Anyway. <laughs> so, Tet- Detective Pikachu returns. So, Pikachu tells us about himself. Obviously, loves coffee. Solving mysteries with his friend, Tim, um, and him trying to find his old partner um, off the back of what happened in the first game. um, Introduces us to a few people around the town and basically the mechanics of the game. So how you play with Tim to speak to the humans. um, Pikachu can speak to the Pokemon. And then between yourselves, you find evidence. And then once you've got all the evidence points together, you can start putting a picture together to solve the mystery. Which is quite cool. And we also got a release date. So Ooh, but- it's gonna be October the sixth, stacked. Just more oh, games. My. More games uh, coming. Oh
2: no, stop. Push it back. Put it into December at least.
1: It's not Devolver, they're not gonna push it back.
2: <laughs> no. There's too many.
1: <laughs> so yeah. That's um that's happening. I can't wait to play it. I'm I'm probably about halfway through the first game on the first 3DS, one. and I'm enjoying it. So. I need,
2: to, um, I need to get it. I'm, did I did I get mixed up? I was I thought I read somewhere they were actually going to bring the first one to Switch, but maybe I'm maybe I'm wrong on that. I don't know. I think that might have been a rumour, you
1: know, before they announced this one.
2: Oh, okay, yeah, maybe, maybe maybe this is what it is then, perhaps.
1: I mean, they could maybe. potentially put it on, you know, as like a download only one on the eShop. That'd be good.
2: I mean that would be pretty difficult it, to Saying that really the... play a 3DS game on a Switch, wouldn't you?
1: Mm.
2: Good point. No, it's, it's fine. I'll, I'll see if I can find it cheap somewhere and get it.
1: Yeah. I think I paid about 22 quid for it, so it's not that expensive. it's oh, not expensive. Yeah. Right. Anyway, more Pokemon stuff. So, yep. we got a trailer for the new Pokemon Horizon series. We did not get a release date for that, though. That's coming soon. So this is the series that comes after the end of Asher's journey, which yeah, I'm not going to lie. I cried at the episode because we've gone on the journey with him for the best part of, yeah, it uh, is over two decades. So yeah, yeah emotional time. So, mm. But yeah, that's happening. Right. So skip that onto my favorite one, Pokemon Go. So it's Go Fest time. So Pokemon Go. It's coming to, well, GoFest is coming to London, Osaka and New York for the first time. So in these locations, you can have like Pokemon Go events um, and you can download tickets um, that normally cost between like five and 15 pounds. So quite a bit of money. And it's over kind of a two to three day period and you can catch Pokemon um, with your friends, do raids. And it's just like um, a celebration of Pokemon Go and getting everyone together. Now, they did mention that this was the 7th anniversary, which just sounds absolutely insane to me that it came out 7 years ago. It just does not feel like it, and life it is, is going good. too wow. fast. <laughs> so, um, there, there are a couple of things that are going to happen off the back of that. So, in this event, Diancie will appear for the first time with the ability to Mega Evolve, so that's a new Pokemon that we can catch. Also, there's going to be Mega Requaza. And you'll also be able to do raids against him. Now, one of the Shinies that I absolutely crave is Shiny Requaza. So if I can do this event and get one, I'm going to be ecstatic. So we'll see. I probably won't get one. Lisa has got oh, one. no, you won't. And she holds it over me forever. So I've already t- told her, like, if she dies, I'm trading that off her account and keeping it for myself.
2: Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. Okay. Wow, <laughs> I, I don't think I don't think you'd be playing Pokemon Go that far.
1: Well, you never know. She could get run over tomorrow.
2: Uh, oh, oh wait a minute, actually,
1: tomorrow's a birthday. She can't get run over tomorrow. No, she can't get ever get run over. No,
2: I say no. <laughs> you've, you've said it.
1: Don't. Where is this going? Right. Anyway, <laughs> I'm gone. on Requaza, That's what I'm saying. Right. Okay. Right. Believe. I'll go, I'll that you'll get it. Back into it. Yeah, like Prapper, the rapper. You've just got to believe. Exactly. Yeah. Right. So, quasar raids. So, this is going to start in September, and also what's happening is we're going to get Gen 9 Pokemon in Pokemon Go. So, that's Pokemon Scarlet and Violet for you mainline players out there. For people who don't know what Gen 9 means, it's just the latest iteration of Pokemon that they've added to the roster. So,
2: yeah. That's it. Pokemon Go's finally cool.
1: That's it. And then they'll drip
2: those shinies to
1: us, eventually. So these next few bits, to be honest, I didn't really get too much out of them because I I don't play these games. So this might be great for you guys, but it's not for me. So I'm going to skip them. I
2: mean, certainly certainly for Mark. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm all in for (laughs) it.
1: So we we had some Pokemon Masters EX news. um, We had some Pokemon Cafe Remix news and Pokemon Sleep, which came out last month. So yeah, I've not really played any of them games. So after those, Um, we got an announcement of a Pokemon Scarlet and Violet animated web series called Pokemon Paldian Winds. Um, So that's going to be streaming officially on the Pokemon YouTube channel from the 6th of September. Now, when they first showed us the trailer for this, I I really liked the hand-drawn artwork of the Paldian region. I thought they were really nice. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I think I'll give this a watch. Or at least I'll watch the first episode when it comes out. Um, but
2: yeah. yeah, I always seem to find their their web series is actually quite quite good. Like I watched the the generations one they did. It was like I think it was a. It was based around the anniversary of Pokémon. I think it was. Was that uh, when was you, like a... you?
1: kind of went on Red's journey.
2: Through. No, so it, it kind of um each episode was like a, a focus on that generation. So like, I think like the first episode was like. Generation one, it did like um, it showed you like the battle between Red and Giovanni, I think. And yeah. then you we went through like seven episodes, was like based on gold and silver, but episode was um, Ruby Sapphire. For like, as you go on, um, you should watch them, they are pretty good. And there's obviously the other ones that they've done as well. So cool. Sorry, I will hijack it a little bit because it was a bit that you didn't like that I actually. She- um, lights that they, annu- they made the announcement for the Nintendo Switch Online stuff. Um, so uh, they're bringing the Pokemon trading card game um, to the Game Boy. I forgot what they call it.
1: Uh, the <laughs> Game Boy Switch Online,
2: kind of. Yeah. That kind of yeah. stuff. the. Oh, yeah. I didn't have that
1: highlighted. That's why I skipped it, because that was in between um, Cafe, Remix, and Sleep. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So, yeah, so they're bringing that game. Uh, and then also if you've got the um, expansion pack for Nintendo Switch Online, you've got, obviously, all the N64 games. They're bringing Pokemon Stadium 2 there as well. And both from are available now.
1: Yeah.
2: Oh, that's so. good. So that
1: means you don't need the physical version anymore, Matt. No, oh,
2: no, yeah, no. I don't need the physical version.
1: Yeah, keep, keep
2: going. <laughs> Name a price, we'll see.
1: We'll see. We'll negotiate off, off pod. So, um, off the back of the Pokemon Scotland Violet animated series, um, there's going to be uh, an event. So, the show does a bit of a cut scene um, with Mewtwo and Mew fighting. Mew gets absolutely slapped, and then they announce the event. And the event's going to be called Get Mew and Mewtwo, which is very imaginative. <laughs> <laughs> so what you can do, you can in Pokemon Sky- Skylet Skylet, <laughs> in Pokemon Scarlet and Violet. <laughs> um yeah. That's it. Um you can add Mew to your team and then challenge Mewtwo in what's called a terror raid. So um you can now go and into the mystery gift menu and if you put in Get your Mew in uppercase, then you'll be able to get a Mew on your team. But the terror type will be different. So you might have a different Mew with a different terror type to your friend. So that'll make it interesting because you don't know what you're going to get. So once you've got Mew um, you, and you've got Mew in your team, then if you fight Mewtwo in one of these special terror event raids, then apparently something great is going to happen. So I imagine it's going to be a cutscene or something's going to happen between the two and a long battle against each other. Um, but that's going to be that's going to begin on the 1st of September, so not too far away for that if you want to play it. At the very least, if you do want a Mew in your game, you can pick that up and then forget about the MewTube stuff. I'll at least do that.
2: I'll give it a go if I venture to get back into the game.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, you. I think you only got about an hour or two in, didn't you? And then it kind of dropped off.
2: Yeah, just well, like everything else.
1: <laughs> at least you get the joy of playing it, because I've completed it now, the main game, so at least you, at no, least you yeah, play true. it and enjoy it. And, I can get a Mew time.
2: into my team early so he can slap some of the gym <laughs> leaders for me. So now Please you're even.
1: gonna be like Ash and Charizard, it's just not gonna listen to you. It'll be too strong. No.
2: He
1: wouldn't do that. Of course he would. Mew's an unru- unruly thing.
2: It's anyway. cute. Leave it alone.
1: It is cute, to be fair. I'll give you that one. So the last bit was them going over um, the DLC for Pokemon Scarlet and Violet. Um, So the hidden treasure of Area Zero. Um, So they went over the two sets of DLC. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't even want to talk about this bit. (laughs) Why? Because I don't agree with it.
2: What, you don't don't agree agree with with
1: the... DLC being paid for when they've given us a broken game and not fixed it yet.
2: What? How do you you know it's not fixed?
1: Well, I've not played it since it's been fixed, but it weren't fixed for me when I played it, so there.
2: Well, (laughs) (laughs) it caused
1: me a lot of heartache.
2: Yeah, I'm not sure. Well, we should should cancel Phantom Liberty then, seeing as, you know, a lot of people played it when it was broken. Whoa, no, we're not doing that. No, we're doing... No, come on. We've got to follow the principles, and Nathan's just later. <laughs> uh, we've
1: each got our own principles. Anyway, they outlined what the DLC is going to be. Uh, we got a release date for the first set of DLC, The Teal Mask, and that's going to be out on the 13th of September. Ooh, stacked. Stacked. <laughs>
2: stacked. Mm. I think they uh, they showed off a couple a couple of new Pokemon that's going to be in here, aren't they?
1: They did. Mew Mew 3.
2: No, well that's no, that's a hope no. for next generation, maybe. <laughs> yeah.
1: They showed off that um Diplin Pokemon.
2: I think that was there was the new
1: one, wasn't it?
2: Yeah, so um that is Applin's new evolution. So basically like a how, how can I best describe it? It's like a worm within an apple, is what Applin is in effect. And then Diplin is I think kind of like just dip the apple in like a I'm assuming like a toffee.
1: Well, they, in the showcase, they said it looked like a candy apple. So, if oh, okay. you, I can't, if you, if, a toffee if apple. yeah, toffee apple, if you're in the to- UK, yeah. 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 So, so, if a toffee um, apple had eyes and could fire stuff at people or Pokemon, then that's what it'd be. Yeah,
2: because I think it's, it's already got like two other evolutions as well. I, I might be mistaken, but. They're all like apple based. I Think one turns into like, like a dragon with like the apple as its body. Yeah. And then the other one's just like this. I want to say it was like an, almost like an apple pie. I think it was. I could be wrong. Yeah, it's it's. I could it's be weird. very wrong. It's it's an unusual Pokemon. <laughs> when when
1: I first saw it, I thought it was like a little red pepper. But no, apparently they go with apple. So.
2: We got another one as well. We got an evolution for uh, london dura london which is now called archer london it's a bit of a strange one it's a steel dragon type where it initially just looks like like a skyscraper It turned sentient yeah um, was that
1: the one that was in a gym battle in um, sh- sword and shield and it gigantamaxed and turned into pretty much a big skyscraper is it that one
2: probably probably one yeah yeah it's got a, a Gigantamax type Um, but now it's got an actual like evolution um, which it looks like it's got it looks like it's got the Eiffel Towers for hands and arms honestly it's 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 very strangely designed but then that's that's Pokemon now
1: I mean there's over a thousand of them so they've they're just putting anything together at this point true no true
2: uh, we've also seen that we've now got uh, Paradox forms for two legendary Pokemon. So we've got Cobalion, um which has the future Paradox look. So it just looks like a, a mech version of itself, in effect. Um, and then the strangest one is Ra- is a Raikou. Oh, yeah. Um, so initially, this is like a... I don't know if it's been confirmed if it's like to be like a dog or a cat. It's like a... Essentially, like it's like a Thunder Line. Um, oh, it's but now
1: the legendary dog from Johto. Yeah.
2: yeah. Yeah. Um, but now they've turned this into like a Thunder Bronchiosaurus. Is
1: is that where the Horizon Zero Dawn meme came from? For it?
2: Maybe. It, seen it does that. look it does look like one of the um Tall necks. Tall necks. Uh if if I can find <laughs> find you an image. Uh it's it's a bit daunting. But yeah, um, I don't know. I don't know what they're doing. Here we go. I've got it. Let me let me show you. a Buffalo. That's the paradox form. It's called Raging Bolt. Yeah, that's a tall look. It's a tall. So <laughs> inspired by. Inspired <laughs> yeah, inspired by. I think the Cobra line. Uh, its name, if I can find it. Uh, but it's potentially gonna be called Iron Musketeer. Basically, like all the future forms have like a. Iron something in front of it.
1: All oh, right.
2: Which is a bit, it's a bit disappointing. But it's like all the um, prehistoric paradox forms all seem to have quite unique names. But I anyway, know that's, uh, that's that's what they showed off. So uh,
0: Bungie, have made an announcement. They've announced the new voice actor Commander Zavala in the Destiny series, following obviously the sad passing of Lance Reddick.
2: Oh yeah.
0: So actor Keith David will now resume the role, and he's got film credits including Armageddon. Platoon and The Thing. Many others as well. He's got a very prolific career. But he's no stranger to video game voice acting either. So he's previously appeared in the Fallout series. Mass Effect. Yes. Mm.
1: Saints Row. Oh, with Julius, weren't he? Mm. Yep. I think in Saints Row, yeah. He was. Uh, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2. The original one.
0: And uh, Halo 2 and 3. It was the Arbiter. yes, mm. so oh, it was him? Bungie. Yeah. Oh, Cool. So, a sound passing over the torch, I think, from someone who is pretty much irreplaceable. But, no. Yeah. That's that's something. That's good. Shall we finish with something cool? All right. Okay, so, to celebrate the 10th anniversary of the game Papers, Please, Lucas Pope has released a LCD version of the game that you can play it on the website. Nice. Especially an LCD make of the game. Of a game that's probably not exactly graphics heavy to begin with, but it's I very certainly. Like, I... But basically, on the website, it's just basically got like a like a game of watch. It's just got two buttons. You just set set, approve or deny, and basically, you just have to compare their faces with their passport photos and where they say that their names and where they're from. That's all you have to worry about. It's pretty good. I was only for about 10, 15 minutes yesterday playing it. Oh, good. good.
1: Which which website is that on again? If you just get to the papers, please. I, I did
0: put a, I, I did send a link in the uh, the chat that we have, but then you immediately sent a TikTok afterwards.
2: Oh, <laughs> right, that's where it went. Oh, right, <laughs> so it just got lost.
0: <laughs> but, yes. So if you just so it's, go to the papers, please website, you'll
2: find it.
1: I think I'm on the awesome. right one papersplease.se. Oh, yeah. yeah. I like oh, yeah. that. I'll, I'll
2: give that a go at
1: some point. And that's it for the news.
0: Shall we move on to what we're currently playing?
2: Yes, let's
0: do yes, it. Yes, we shall. Or should we do what we're currently watching? Yeah, or what go we on did then. Watch, well, well yeah, yeah what mean, we, I'm not watching did did right now. Watch. But... Watched before. <laughs> yes.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> so yes, we went to see the Gran Turismo film.
2: Hmm.
1: You did. Thoughts? I mean, for me, it we're a solid four out of five. I really enjoyed it.
2: Wow, that's pretty high praise.
1: Okay. Any reason for that? Um Jerry Halliwell was in was in it. Yeah. I was like, is that her? And then yeah. I looked at the cast afterwards and like, oh yeah. It just seems a bit random
0: if you ask me. Yeah, it
1: did, yeah. Yeah, weird. But speaking of actors, I thought um David Harbour was fantastic.
2: Yeah, I think I,
0: he's, I think he's good at everything really.
1: Yeah. He's
0: just one of those
2: I mean there was the recent Hellboy.
0: Yeah, but does that mean he's bad? Or, or is he, he just at that
2: point? point. <laughs> yeah, you could put that down to, I suppose, Ryan and the story, not necessarily. Yeah, it has
0: to be
1: the best things. in some the things is it? I think. Yeah, I re- I really enjoyed the story of it though, just kind of like yeah. the rags to riches story. Obviously, when
0: this film was first announced, they said, "Oh, there's going to be a Gran Turismo film." Like, hey, what? Hey, what? Yeah, like, how can how you, you make a film? How would out you make, make a film of Gran Turismo? <laughs> what? You know, there's no story, yeah. no characters, or all like that. But that was—it's based of a—it's—it's—it's it's, it's a real thing that just yeah, happens it's to involve like the so game. Yeah. So the story of Jan was it Jan Moldenbrough? Moldenbrough? Close enough. <laughs> um, it's not Jean like when you watch it the Jan Maldenbrer.
2: There we go. No? No, Jan <laughs> Maldenbrer.
0: Thank you. It was a Welsh kid, I believe. Yeah. Mm. He won a, a the the competition to the GT Academy. I beat yes. ninety thousand other competitors, I think. And then he became a real racing driver. It's quite extraordinary, really. Mm. But I have, to, I have to say, um I, I I took issues with some of the film. <laughs> I'm honest. I thought he was I thought it was basic storytelling, to be honest. And I questioned how real some of it was. They to be... What do you mean? Real. Yeah. <laughs> it's a film.
2: I, I could I could <laughs> well
0: <laughs> All I say is that I tried to look up details of this afterwards and I couldn't really find like his race results and I thought, ah, I, thought right. some, I thought some of his race results were a bit convenient mm. for Phil, but it might have been true I don't know but I couldn't find specifics but it just seemed to be every race result just seemed to be just on the edge didn't it
1: yeah yeah because it, it got to that bit when he was in the academy it was like just about to drop out and then he did well enough to stay in because of that technicality that he found I about the car.
0: I know, the the rush job to to get into that academy virtual race.
1: Yeah. Basically, I doubt like, he wrote, I mean, it was. he was there working in like the train yard, and then had to run to get to the race. Yeah. I sense there might be some artificial job there, but it's a film. That's the thing about films, is it? You know, don't yeah. let the truth get in the way of a good story. Yeah, that's it. They've got to make it seem a lot more fantastic. And when he actually did get into the circuit, is he kind of got better and better through that sequence of races? Yeah, he it mm. certainly has become a successful driver.
0: There's no doubt about that. So it is extraordinary. But I, th- I thought the first half I wasn't liking, I'll be honest. I thought it was extremely basic. It seemed a bit too cliche-ridden for my liking. It's like It seems like a story we'd seen a thousand times in other films. But I think the second half, I think it got better.
1: Yeah. I I like yeah, the I times that they spliced in the um like the Gran Turismo aspect of it. Like yeah, I do the want... gameplay and then yeah. the designing yeah. of the game and Some like how realistic games. it was. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Orlando Blue. That that, that was bad acting. <laughs> Sorry to say. I thought he was terrible. Really?
1: Yeah.
0: I thought he was really... I thought
1: it was fairly charismatic.
0: No. Uh, um no, I thought he was poor. I think he phoned it in. I like the, the kid who played Jan. It yeah, he seemed fairly like me, I don't know his name.
2: Uh, Archie something, I think it was. And
1: Of course, David Harbour, as we said. Held it together, I think. Yeah, mm. I think, yeah, their relationship kind of, because initially David Harbour or Jack Salter really didn't like him. Didn't like any yeah. of like what they were doing. <laughs> the only reason he was working um, with Danny Moore was to try and kind of say F you to the um, company he used to work for because he was sick of it, getting trekked like crap by these kids, basically. A capper. Mm, so yeah. he thought, let's try this. That was another
0: cliche, having that
1: other bad dude for that team. Yeah, you got to have someone to go against, have not you? Yeah. That old adversary.
2: You got to have it, have you? Otherwise, like, what's what's the film really going to be about?
1: <laughs> well, that was
0: my point. It just seems like the first half was just full of these cliche stuff, and then we mm. actually got into some proper job in the second half. Yeah. That felt a bit more real.
2: Yeah, I like I liked the whole, um, I suppose, uh, relationship that um, David Carrington. Um, yen had where it was kind of like you know he used to be a famous you know he used to be um a promising racing driver in america um he did the Le Mans and then like the whole reason he kind of quit was because he he ended up sort of crashing didn't he and uh he didn't really sort of overcome that i suppose mental barrier when it what comes with a crash because i imagine i thought they they what would you call it? Like the portrayal of, you know, of a driver going through a crash. Like what would be going through their mind kind of afterwards. You know, they'd be like down yeah. themselves. Can they do it? Can they not do it? Can they like, you know, and stuff. I thought that was handled quite well. Um, yeah. Through sort of Archie's perspective of like, you know, he he started becoming jaded. He, he didn't really want to talk to any of his family. He felt like he was, you know, his, his fault and all that kind of stuff. Um. So that
0: was that was handled quite well. I'm glad he did improve in that, because I'm a big fan of the director, Neil Blomkamp. really like his other films. He did yeah, District 9, yeah. uh, Chappie, Elysium. All yeah. films I really like. So I was kind of hoping this would be good. Based off of that, I thought, well, because when I initially hear about it, I thought, oh, this is going to be a pile of rubbish, isn't it? But then I heard he yeah. was doing it. I'm like, oh, okay. Maybe he might be able to do something quite interesting with it. And I'm glad he half it he managed to do
2: yeah i i didn't mind the first part of it too much i mean they, they had to like set up like a bit of a rivalry between the uh that american kid and yeah the british lad well, jen i should say so um it was a little like cliche about it but what, what else could could they have really done like the film did what i thought it would um with the story that it was building, so. There were there was at times as well when they were doing, like, the racing parts. Of it. There, were, there were times where I was trying to right—is this. Have they filmed it real, or could could they have, like, gone, like, a special camera through the game somehow, and it's like they've done stuff. I think for the most part, I, I think it was real. I don't think too much of yeah, it, I think it was like the enough. game. And, to, like, the, there was parts that was like, all right, it's obviously they filmed this part from the game, or they've, like, taken... Like the in-game engine and dumb parts of it, you know, especially like when they are like deconstructing the car around gens, like hey, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but no, it was good. I think the the best thing that the film did for me is actually tend me to like actually buy Gran Turismo Seven.
0: I think that's the whole gig in it. I think <laughs> it's yeah, that's it was the way it's played. Please I mean, work, it, yeah. well.
2: It did it much better than Chard. Let's let's put it that way. Well, yeah, yeah. So I think for now, I think it's PlayStation Studios' best film out of the two. <laughs>
1: yeah, that's yeah, true. I just deny that. thinking, is there I'm any more? Gonna, uh, but, yeah, yeah, I'm not to deny that.
2: Um, I think it's it's a good video game film. It's definitely not one of the bad ones.
0: To be fair, at least it's I think it, at least it's a film that if you're not into
1: video games, it's probably one you still
0: get on board with.
1: Yeah, because like if you yeah. like cars or just d- basic storytelling really you do not need to know okay. the you? yeah that's it yeah oh. it's just like there's small connections here and there so what one thing i didn't like about it was one of the pe- one of the guys that were on uh, Jan's team still giving him digs after he'd kind of proved himself a bit like what, saying the that oh, bloke. yeah i was like bore <laughs> off you old person <laughs> i didn't like I,
2: I i love i love how they had to add in like the little like gamer talking as well where like i think he'd um i forgot which race it was like he failed in it but it like he basically like laughed at him and then called him a noob like oh, yeah. come on yeah. no one no one uses that word anymore
0: yeah. jesus okay every now and again like for for the lights they kept using the, the infamous sound of grand turismo yeah yeah i can't make the sound obviously but <laughs> there's, a, there's a very distinct sound grand turismo games in there yeah on the menus so that was nice but no, I think, I think we could say, it wasn't terrible. Yeah. You could put that on the poster. It wasn't terrible.
2: Yeah. I, I, I quite oh. like, well, I say I quite like this. I, I, I liked what I did with the credits, where they were showing a bit of like the behind the scenes of kind of like, this is how we sort of made the game, how we like recording the engine sounds and all that kind of stuff.
0: It wasn't. I, so I would that like a been... local
2: when that stood in front of us. I was literally about to get <laughs> to that. Like, literally, the guy yeah. just stood right in front. Of like, I, just, like, I don't know down, if you man. like, you probably seen what I was like trying to do next to him. They're like trying to, like, imaginary kind of kicking downstairs. Like,
0: <laughs> get out of the way. I want to see I did, this. I didn't feel like just shouting at him. But... Like, what
2: but, are you doing you in go. the films
0: now? <laughs> oh, <well. laughs> Idiot. But, anyway. No, there you go. I don't know whether we've
1: encouraged you to go and see it. Go do it. Why not? Bit of fun, in it? Yeah, that's it. If you like video games, and obviously if you like Gran Turismo, then there's lots of kind of Easter eggs in there for you. Or you like cars. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Or you like Spice Girls. Yeah. Spice Girl. (laughs) Well, yeah. (laughs)
2: yeah.
1: (laughs) Should we move over to what I actually currently play in there? Yeah. Try to kick us off, Nath. Yeah, go on then. I'll be sure but sweet. So, again, I'm sure you've been on hooks. Wanting to know what's happened with the Joking Dolphin Yes. Fever, career mode. Right. Relegation. Not relegation. Promotion. Hey. We're so, in
2: Premier League, now.
1: Yeah? Of course we are. Mm-hmm. So we got promoted from the championship as champions. That's it. Of course. It was fantastic. You should have been at the party, like champagne flying everywhere. We are Premier League, all it's that like stuff. Gran Turismo, yeah. Yep, yeah, that's it's it. Champagne everywhere. <laughs> Like winning the Le Mans. Yeah. (laughs) We won the Europa League from the championship. So we've got European silverware in addition. But I I did mention that we'd, on our way to some of the FA Cup finals, we claimed a couple of scalps, mainly Liverpool. Mm -hmm. And that seemed to come back to bite us in the League Cup final because Liverpool beat us in the League Cup final. So we could not capture that silverware. But in the FA Cup, we managed to get revenge nice. because we beat Liverpool and retained the FA Cup. So that was fantastic. Right. So it's all going well in in Team Joking Dolphin. We've uh, got to the Premier League. We've made some shrewd acquisitions, and um, yeah, ready to take on the big guns. Can we can we shift this form over to poor clubs now? <laughs> do so I well? hope so. We, uh... we need to do something. But one thing I don't like about this um career is currently Sheffield Wednesday are langu- languishing in League One, um, which is not great. And um Mark, United have got relegated to championship and that's where they are oh. at the minute. So Yeah. Well life. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll see. And um yeah, New Newcastle is still a mid table team, Matt, so yeah, don't worry.
2: No, I'm this <laughs>
1: But yes, that's the latest Joking Dolphin FIFA update. So
2: who's who's the uh who'd you say the star player is for the team? Oh, for us. Yeah. Um
1: we've got a winger called Doku. He's eighty three rated and he is pacey as hell. He's fantastic. Honestly, he just cuts in. He's he's like a good Ben Arthur if I had to liken him to somebody. So, I, I really enjoy playing with him. He's he's good. He's probably a star player. Yeah, definitely. So. All right. Right. So, the next game that I've been playing, I've been playing a bit more Zelda Tears of the Kingdom, but I've had a bit of a mishap that I'll get to shortly. So, mishap? Yeah. So, I've been doing some more shrines. Um. So... I've done another five of those and I managed to get enough kind of orbs together so that I could try and um, you can either when you get four orbs, you can choose to try and get more health or more stamina. Now, off the back of what Matt told me is that you can need stamina to get the Master Sword. I'm, I'm like pumping my stamina up at the minute, but I've still only got four hearts. So I might have to try and kind of dictate some more to that because I was walking around and then a storm brewed. And I got took out by a lightning bolt, so I died due to oh, that. Dear. So that wasn't great. So I did some exploring within the game and I managed to get to a village called um Kakariko Village. Um like a really nice place. There's some like ruins surrounding it, there's um trees everywhere, the people are lovely, there's some shops um that might have go and buy some armor. And the armor is so blooming expensive. It's like 5,000 rupees for every single bit of armor. So I had to sell like some of the, the meat and stuff that I had to even afford one thing. So, but yeah, anyway. Um, so I end up doing a bit of a side quest. So there was this old lady and there was nothing in her shop. And her helpers had been like taken away to go and kind of do something else. And inadvertently, I managed to get to like the top of this mountain, kill these little creatures. And then helpers managed to go back to it because the helpers had been hired to try and take out these creatures. So I managed to take them out. The helpers weren't needed anymore. And then the old lady got a shop full of merchandise so she could keep on going. So I helped an old lady. So that was nice. So I did my bit for, well, I won't say humanity. For, um, for Hyrule, <laughs> so that was good, um, and I managed to to get myself to this shrine, and um, I got to a point where I was trying to go over this kind of chasm, and I got to the point where I knew what I needed to do, but I needed a glider, and I was like, my glider's not coming out, what's going on? So I tried to look online to find out how I deploy my glider, and only to realise I did not have the glider because I didn't follow the path that the game sets out for you. Because when you jump off that massive sky temple, um, it points you in a certain direction. And I thought to myself, I don't want to go in that direction because I'm not ready to fight Ganon. Little four-heart link is not going to do anything. So I thought I'll go off, train up, and then come back. But turns out, You actually need to go to the point that it's trying to push you towards. I thought I was being a bit too clever, but in reality, um, I wasn't. So (laughs) right now, I'm trying to get to the point, the marker on the map, um, to try and get the glider so I can actually go back to that um, that shrine and actually do it. So
2: just realise you you've gone pretty far without any like fast travel unlocked yet either.
1: Well, I can fast travel to the shrines I've completed.
2: Well, no, yeah, yeah, you can do you can do the shrines, um, but there'll there'll be some like towers you'll you'll help unlock uh, eventually. You've probably already seen them about.
1: I've got one. I've well, I, I climbed to the top of one and then mm. committed suicide by jumping off because I couldn't find another way down. Uh, <laughs> so, well,
2: uh, yeah. so you just left. I, I suppose this, this, that's what the win. gliders for. Yeah. <laughs> so,
1: yeah. It's not Assassin's Creed, you know. <laughs> yeah, jump into the
2: pile of <laughs> hay. Jump <a> <laughs> yeah.
1: into But yeah, that's where I am. So I'm on my journey to get my glider so I can actually <laughs> play the game. And honestly, Nintendo, I promise, fair, fair the next play situation <laughs> of Zelda, I'm not going to go off the beaten track. I'm going to follow what you tell me to do and then, and then go off the beaten track afterwards, so. yeah i'm having fun with it so far i've come across like a few settlements on my journeys around i've got a couple of horses which is good so it makes traveling a lot faster um i've took out a few camps got some decent loot so yeah it's going going fairly well with that glider but again i'll get that and then uh, go from there and i've been playing one more game but i don't want to talk about it just yet so i'm going to keep that one in reserve for next time so What have you been playing, Mark? Mm, okay, so
0: I'm just going to talk about one thing I've been playing. And uh, we played it with my brother. And we, we've been playing it on and off for many months now. But we finally completed it. And that is Aliens Fireteam Elite. Uh, it sounds that. familiar. <laughs> yeah, so basically, it's a squad based third person shooter. And you play a clono Marine aboard the UAS Endeavour. And in response to a distress call, you and your fellow team of marines are dropped into the heart of like, alien territory and you, to find out what's happened. And then you go through these various ships and bases uh, fighting off large hordes of cedar with heavy weaponry. And the ultimate goal is to infiltrate the hive and to destroy it. So you play as a team of three. So you can play single player and you'll have two AI assistants. Mm-hmm. Or you can have three players online co-op It could be one for us, maybe. Yeah, yeah. But I played this for my brother, so it was two humans and an AI. I have to say, it's one of the few games where an AI buddy isn't completely useless. They're actually quite a beast. Oh, that's good. And, like, if you were downed, they were, like, straight there helping you up. So that's good. It does a pretty good job of replicating, you know, that feel of the aliens. Well, the aliens film, Mm -hmm. because that's that's more action orientated. And, um,. It is somewhat let down by the lack of animation uh, when you're talking to someone in the ship because you, you're on the ship. Like, it's like a hub between the missions, and you have to go and talk to you know the commanders and all that, and they debrief, they give you briefings and debriefings and that kind of thing. And it's just they, they just stood there, just like looking around, and then there's just a wall of text and a voiceover. It's like it's just a bit lazy. They could have animated yeah. the talking to you Well, like But there you go. There's a thing in the game where they give you challenge cards. So these are things so you can earn and buy these challenge cards. And they affect your playthrough as you're going through the mission. For better or worse. So in each mission you could play one of these cards. And it will only last for that mission. And then once that mission's finished, it discards that card. You can't use it again. So you have good ones, like, you know, your weapon can hold double the double the amount of ammo, uh, You've got a thirty percent health increase. You know, a team of synthetic AIs will assist you throughout the mission. That kind of thing. These are the ones that are just interesting. So there's like um, you can play with like a sepia or black white filter, just to give it a bit of a nostalgic look. If you want to do that. And then you get some bad ones, which is like weapon. Your weapon will recoil in the other direction. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, it's another one which is uh, you can only use your sidearms.
1: So you just got a pistol your way through. Sure. Which is. Just it sounds like it. the uh, skulls that they used to do on Halo, like do you know, to make it more yeah. difficult. Mm. And then you've got um,
0: there's, there's one where you're constantly losing two percent of health, but every time you kill an enemy, you get zero point five percent health back. Oh, thanks for that. It's
2: like <laughs> there'll be a lot of enemies to kill then.
0: There is, there is. When there, yeah, the horde of xenomorphs. There's there's a lot of them. Uh, you can get you know outfits and accessories for your marine as well, so you can spice them up. With glasses, caps, helmets, speedies, whatever you want. Mm -hmm. Now you get seven types of classes for your character as well. So you've got a gunner, demolisher, technician, dock, phalanx, lancer and recon. I don't know all the differences, but there you go. They have differences. Um, But each one you get various abilities as well. So my brother and I both went with demolisher, but that's because it gives you like a cool shoulder mounted rocket launcher. That's pretty good. Weapons. Weapons, big weapons. You can get big weapons in this because there's aliens in it. But the in-game credit to weapon price ratio is a bit stingy. I'm gonna say. So you won't be able to buy many weapons, to be quite honest. So I stuck with two main ones. So I stuck with the original pulse rifle. That's the basic thing. Yeah, classic. You know, saving money and for nostalgia reasons, it's got the the cool sound from the films in. So got to keep that. I did put a, pur- a purple coat on it though. Um, and then I, I got. I also bought the Vulcan flamethrower. Because that you sounds cool. Have flamethrower, right you? That was cool. So if all else fails, blaze everything up. Uh, but you can also get things like you know sentry guns, things like that, mines. So like certain parts in the uh, certain parts of the mission, you'll have to like trigger something, and this will lead to a switch- situation where you have to like defend an area. And beforehand, you have to, like, lay down central guns and mice to help you and that kind of thing. Mm. Um, you've got various enemy types. I think, I think there's about 20 overall enemy types, I think. Something like that. It's quite a lot. Wow. But most common are probably the runners. So they're like you ba- your basic off, and they come in hordes at you. But they're like mm. cannon fodder. You'll be able to kill them quite easy. Of course, you've got the hookers, which just the really pesky sods that crawl along the floor and then leap at you. And then you've got to do, like, a, um, a quick time event. To slack them away. They got prowlers. These are annoying because they hide and lie in wait for you to pass them, and then they'll just jump on you. Like, Ooh. Oh. yeah. Ooh, very nice. Yeah. They got warriors. And these these big dudes, big heavy dudes, and they'll come and grab you and lift you up in the air. And then if you don't, under the quick time event, they can kill you instantly. Um, and you got spitters. So as you might have guessed, they basically just sit at a distance and gob acid at you.
2: Oh, but,
0: lovely. Uh, yeah, I quite like the music. The music's uh, I found out it's composed by Austin Wintory. It was done uh, other games the Iron Journey. So hmm. Quite like it. It's, it's It seems to have um, evokes the memory of the films in in his school Now, as I say, we've been playing this. Me and my brother been playing this on and off for a few months. And last week we got to the final mission. Okay, so we're fighting our way through this final mission and all that, and we're charging our way through, and we got to this big open area. And we're like, yeah, this is going to be the last stand, isn't it? And uh, so I set all my sentry guns on four sides. It's like a big open area. It's like a circular area. And there were like four pathways. So it's like, well, anyways, it's going to come from all sides, aren't they? Yeah. So I'll, I'll stick sentry guns on each one and then threw some mines down. And we're about to push the button that would trigger the event. And then my internet suddenly conked out and booted in from the game. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> so... Yeah, so it just replaced him with an AI and like, oh, great. Uh, yeah. So we just decided to give it a, a miss for the rest of that night. We couldn't go through that again. Went back a few days later and completed it. It's a very surface level game. I mean, it's, the plot is very uh, little importance, I have to say. I didn't follow the plot at all. But it's just one of those things where you can get a couple of mates, have a few drinks, have a laugh, blasting your way through these aliens. I've always said these about the film Alien. And the film Aliens is that one is one of the best horror films ever made, and one is the best action films ever made. So if if you want your horror thing, go play Alien: Isolation. If you want your action stuff, go play Fire Teams Elite. It's actually it's, it's not bad. It's not bad. It's not it's not great, but it's not bad. I
1: think together we could have a bit of a good laugh with it. You could probably pick it up for dirt cheap now, anyway. Yeah, I've just been looking. I think you could pick it up for about seventeen quid or something. It's not too bad. Yeah. It's not bad at all. But that's what I've been playing.
2: Go back. What you played? What oh, I played. Um. So really, not a whole whole lot over the last kind of uh, two weeks. Um. I'm not going to mention Borderlands Three. Um. Because I've just like not done too much into it at all. So I'll have to get that one missed this time around. Um. So continuing on from last time been playing more judgment uh so i've finally gone through um a couple of chapters in this one so the first the first chapter seemed like it went on for ages i don't know i don't know why um i feel like it's probably one of the longest chapters i've played in like yakuza franchise so (laughs) um but gone through um and i've helped this tojo clan captain get cleared of uh, of a murder that happened um a murder case that you work on throughout all of sort of chapter one so i helped him through that and then uh chapter two has been all pretty much about uh Yugami still gets like an inkling of like okay well i've cleared this guy but clearly there's still like a murder on the loose so i need to find out like what's going on there really um and he's got suspicions that the tojo clan captain still has some sort of hand in it, like maybe he's been helping the, the murderer um, and he's been given this guy um, the nickname The Mole um, mainly because these murders seem to end up with um, the rival Yakuza clan guy's um, eyes getting ripped out basically oh, not really, I won't say ripped out, they seem to be stabbed through I should say Um With like a some sort of ice pick thing. So he's going through trying to investigate kind of like what happened to like the two previous um, murders that happened there that seems to link in. And this captain is basically like, "What do you think you're doing? Like, why are you looking into it? There's no need anymore." And like the more you look into it, the more captain's like starts sending. friendly hints to kind of stop it, basically, which just ends up with uh, Yagami essentially in, like, being up by um, by the Tojo clan's like little minions uh, that's running around uh, for the captain. So uh, at the moment, just kind of um, going through this story a little bit more, sort of seeing what's going on. Um, at one point, Yagami gets sort of He's, uh, he's butt handed to him and looks like he's about to get murdered but then gets saved by this random uh i don't know how I best describe him there's like a, a thief clan going around um that likes to do parkour around the sea and this guy who's got like um do you like the anonymous mask yeah he's kind of got one of those but like rather than like the mustache he's kind of got like a beard thing going on. Um, he gets saved by this by this guy really randomly, because he helps him. Uh, Yagami kind of helps him escape the police early, not voluntarily, um, but it he helps. And uh, this guy just comes in, kind of kicks a couple of the clan's butts, and then you kind of do like a, a run chase sequence where you're trying to run away from the Tojo clan. So yeah, he it he kind of helps him. You kind of wonder in why and it basically didn't say anything so he keeps it a bit mysterious um and then I've gone to like the third chapter on that one so I'm just doing a little bit more there um playing a few more sort of mini games and stuff managed to unlock the drone racing nice. so that that's nice. that's quite fun um so you basically get, like your typical drone machine uh, you do some races around um, Camarocho there's some like specific um, lanes that are made for it. Um, so you go through, you have to race, like, I think six or eight, no, I say six or eight, five or seven other drones as well to, um, are you actually controlling
0: the drone yourself?
2: Yeah. So you drive, yeah. you drive the drone. Right. Um, so you've got like a boost function as well. So that builds up over time. Then you can boost. There's also boost gates as well. And, um, heal gates as well. Cause you can like bump into, other drones and, like, damage your drone and stuff. Um, and then that's also unlocked getting um, materials around Camaroto as well. So there's, like, little flashing icons that have appeared in, like, certain parts of the city that you can walk over. You can get, like, uh, materials for us. you know, like, screws, wires, um, plastics, that kind of stuff. And you can use that on the... Uh, I think it's called the Millennium Tower, I think it is. Bomb flow of it is where all the like the drone racing stuff is, so you can speak to a guy, you can upgrade parts and stuff. So that's that's pretty cool. Been enjoying my time with that one. Um I've also been unlocking some of the side cases as well. So in this one, in Judgment, uh you can make friends with um certain people around the city. A lot of it seems to be in shops. So or like restaurants as well. So when you like buy a meal or you buy something from the shop, you start um making a friendship with maybe the clerk or like a chef or something. And then certain things you do around the city as well can sort of help boost that friendship up and like the more you boost that up, you'll start looking like side quests, or not side quests, side cases they call in there. Um I did bump into one. Uh random one which seems like the first one you ever do in the game and is like the most bonkers things thing that you would do as you would expect in like a yakuza game so like if i describe it like you're just walking around the street and then you find this like random wig that's on the floor that's then like flies away from you so you're like okay that's a bit random um so you kind of like walk walk onto like where it went and you find it like on the floor again and this like Random oh well, I don't want to say random, like this bold guy essentially runs like kind of bumps into you and there's like like apologizes stuff. He kinda of looks like cosplay Elvis Presley. Um but <laughs> bold. Um <laughs> sounds
1: very Yakuza.
2: <laughs> pretty Yakuza. Um and then uh, like the wig like flies off again and he asks you to get his hat back. Don't know why he's called it a hat, but okay. Um and then you go into this like chase sequence basically where you're like you're chasing down this wig that's like flying around the city like by this random wind that's pushing around um in specific places (laughs) so you're like chasing after this wig you get it and then um this guy like bangs you for it he takes you down like this side alley because he doesn't want like people to see him when he puts it on strangely this is this is yeah, and then, like, when he takes you down, then like, he puts it on. And he starts putting on this, like, act, then suddenly, like, he gets, like, quite flirtatious with um, Yagami, like, what the hell? And he turns out to be, like, this male hostess that's, like, famous on TV or something, but Yagami's, like, doesn't know him at all. <laughs> um, which is a bit, like, okay then. So, like, he gives you money for, for getting his wig for him, and then he buggers off. And, I mean, that's like that's, like, peak... Yakuza side quests. <laughs> like, random, the most random stuff that happens. Um, like, absolutely bat poo crazy. Um, which is always, like, in conflict with, like, the main story. Like, the side quests are, like, the most bonkers things. And then, like, the main story is, like, the most emotional, dramatic, yeah. like, pull your heartstrings story that you could find. It's just, like, why well, play in two different games here? <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> but, yeah, it's crazy. So, um, yeah, just, just continue with that, really. Just play a bit more, see where the story goes, see what happens. Um, now, the only other, I won't say thing that I've played, I suppose, games I've played, has been um, a collection of, I suppose, uh, best described as indie games, but um, Mark will know them quite well because he, he plays quite a few of them. Um, so I've I've bought a couple of the um, oh I forgot what the developers called. It's to say the like story games, or it ends in like the game will end in like oh, story or something. Microsoft. Yeah, that's the one. Um, so like I've I've bought quite a few of them because like I've uh, I've been enjoying like if I get to a point where, like I've I've had enough of a little bit of judgment. I don't know what else to play. I like come to these as like little time wasters. I, I quite enjoy them. They, they are quite be fun, good, they? Right? Just, to, just to waste a couple hours into. Yeah. Um, so the few that I've got, I've been playing. I've been playing Game Dev Story. Classic. So that's the one where you just you play as like a game dev. You make games. You choose like what what themes you want, what style of game you want, um, what to call it, and then you like hire different people for like different positions as well. So like someone could be pretty good at um, programming no one could be good at graphics no one could be good at like scenarios and no one's good at sound um and then you just like you make a game you throw out into the wild see how well it does sometimes it's good sometimes it's terrible um and then you just like you make money you just start building from there you know you can um, upgrade your studio so you can go from like uh four man to like a six man one so you can hire more people to like obviously add more to the game and like the higher the numbers are to each section, like the better or we'll doing like that specific thing. Um although I've always been intrigued, like the last thing you can set is like whether you want to make it um simplistic, um accessible, realistic, books on fun or stuff like that. I've always been like not quite sure why she's doing those aspects. Um I suppose it depends on like I suppose what theme you've picked and stuff or like what how you want to do it. Um yeah, I, I, I enjoy that one. I think it's uh it's, it's a good good one. I think it was like one of the first ones they did. Um
0: it might have been the first one.
2: Quite it sure. could have been. It certainly was
0: a one early one, years
2: Yeah. Um and then you'll see like um you can like develop for like PC or you can develop for like other like console brands where you have to like buy the license for and like they're always like a, a mock up of like the actual um, company and like the console as well. So like I think Nintendo here is known as like Inter Endo or something like that. <laughs> it's a bit like it's a bit weird. And then like Gotta avoid that what, Nintendo litigation. Yeah. I forgot what Sega's called in it. Another random name, so um yeah, I enjoy that one. Um, another one that I play is called the Manga Works. Oh,
0: so don't know that one.
2: Yeah, so, so this is where you play as a, a, a f- for for lack of a better term, an artist in effect, and you can essentially create um, manga stories and stuff that you can then get published, and um, you can either then, um, so you're published like certain publishers. Sometimes they'll ask like for you to then. Create like a full arc out of it as well. So like you'll initially start with like short stories. And if if they like like a certain one, they'll like Ash like basically like developed into like a full one manga basically. That's that's quite fun. It's it's probably a little bit more basic than game dev because at the moment um I don't think I can get to a point where I can move from my like one bedroomed house thing um to like get like a proper studio but i've not quite got the um, finances for it yet so i'm so i'm just working on uh, making a series at the moment for this publisher and then the only other one that i've played that i've probably played the most out of is tennis club story
0: yeah
2: um so as you probably expect this is one where you um you create a, a tennis player pretty basic you'll train him up um I think you also get another person that joins in as well and then you make like an academy out of this so you you help like train like the local people they'll come in enjoy like you can train them up and stuff and they'll give you like um items and stuff that helps add um attributes to your player and then you play like rival um, academies and stuff so um you can play against them be them um get equipment and stuff you can get sponsors which will unlock better equipment as well um and then you go into like a, a tournament to increase your rank and if you win it you can then like go to the um it's like the club president or something like that and you'll like you'll agree to like upgrade your rank basically and then you unlock more rival schools you go up against and, and that kind of stuff and you can lock more courts as well to do training for like all the locals and stuff it's quite fun actually i've been enjoying that one quite a lot um again just like really simple just you can waste like an easy like hour or two on it just it just seems to fly by while you're just doing it um i've played another one but i've not played too much of it there's the pocket league one
0: pocket league story oh i um,
2: so addicted
0: to that i could spend yeah. hours on that
2: yeah, so like you create your football team and then yeah. you know, basically you can go like that stuff. Um, I did make like the Joking Dolphin team initially, and we've played a couple of games, won them. Um, like trained some of the players up, got a couple of players in, but I've not touched it too much. Um, but I do like it. Uh, it's probably one that I'd like to sink my teeth into a little bit more. Um, but there's there's so many. Like I, I was looking on yeah. the store the the other day. There's just absolutely so many. Like, there's there's some that I want to get. Like, I think I think I bought another one, which is called the anime story, um, which is quite similar to the manga one, but you just make it like an anime instead. Yeah. Um, but there's others that would be interesting. Like, there's the Grand Prix one. Yeah, I want to play
0: uh, that one. I've
2: got it. I need to play that. One.
0: Mega Mall story. Uh,
2: the Mega Mall, I think that was one you spoke about um a yeah. couple of years ago about playing that one. Uh, cruise like, ship. Cruise ship. Cruise yeah, ship. It's cruise ship. Yeah um there's like town ones
0: um yeah, as well there's, um, there's
2: like a sushi restaurant one as well sushi restaurant yeah there's that one uh is there a horse racing one yeah i like not quite sure.
1: i'm just looking through now there's absolutely tons this yeah, arcade, well, arcade story
2: is, yeah there's an arcade one um, you make your own arcade um Tropical resort yeah Tropical resorts yeah, yeah. yeah. There's so many, and they're about ten pound, but like you frequently find them on sale for about a five. But they'll come like half half price. Like the ones that I like I like or I want to get, I'll just put them on wish list and I'll wait until like they come on sale and just like buy them. Yeah.
0: yeah.
2: So, but there's so many. There's like there's there's like a ninja one as well. I don't know what that one's about. Um, Ninjas. <laughs> clearly. Um, but yeah, there's so many. But I think they, they start on mobile as well. I think there's there's a few of them on mobile they can get for free. I don't think you actually have to buy them. Potentially. Uh,
0: I, I, I'd buy Pocket League Store.
2: You have to buy Pocket League Store. I don't, I could think, be it, wrong. I don't think it's expensive, I've, though. Only a few I've heard. bought a couple of them on the mobile. I think I've got the Game Dev one. But they are worth it. Oh, yeah. Just, even on the go, there's like a time yeah. waster. There's They're just...
0: Because they're not games that nickel and dime you. It's just... Buy the game, no, well.
2: once you buy them, let's say you don't have to like, you don't, there's no microtransactions or anything, yeah. so um, no, I just really enjoy playing them. Uh, I think there's no one as well. They've, I think they, they've got one where they've actually made a sequel to it, it's like the only one that's actually got a sequel, and it's like Dungeon Story or something like that. Mega Mall's mm-hmm. got a sequel, has Mega Mall got a sequel as yeah. well?
0: I don't know, don't know why, but it has,
2: yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah, there's so many, it's ridiculous, but they're good they're good fun. Just just waste up yeah. like an hour or two, just sink it in if you got enough in bed to do. I've lost way more than an hour or two.
0: It's like, Probably, it's, like yeah. start, it's like I will put it on it's like, oh i have an hour before I go to bed. And then before now it's two AM <laughs> it's just it's still it's still it's like, oh just one more match on Pocket League Story. It's
1: like football it's just, manager yeah, that isn't it? Yeah. It's just like it's always one more
0: yeah. game. Th- Oh, this I'll just my, do this training yeah, session. This is my football manager. I could never get into football manager.
2: So this is... Always, this, uh, this scratches my itch. Like like yeah. No, they're, they're all good fun. Um, like I said, I'll, I'll probably be still playing them by the time the next pop comes out. So. <laughs> but there was one other thing that I have remembered that I think we all have played. Yes. hmm That we've finally yeah. gone into. we finally made, broke the, uh, made the FIFA curse. Yes. Yeah. We've finally got, right, we've had enough beef, we need to give a break
1: Yeah, We got that annoyed with ourselves I'm, That we decided to play another game I'm still shocked yeah. that we even did it yes. It didn't feel right <laughs> Yeah
2: We all played we Fortnite
1: No, I'm joking oh.
2: Oh, God. Right, pod it.
1: <laughs> yeah. No,
0: we played Payday 2 mm. That game from, that's 10 years old now <laughs> Believe it or not Good fun though I'm enjoying it. So yeah, i doesn't it. Basically, you go around doing ice. That's pretty much it. I don't it's know how, but it, yeah. I, I, I was ranked 33 or something like that. I don't know. I don't remember playing it that much to get that high ranked beforehand. Because you're a
1: veteran, Mark. That's why. Yeah, it would appear so. That's out. it, yeah. It um, would appear so. Because we bought this yeah, still... ages ago. We
2: did. We bought it ages ago, ago on my recommendation. And then... <laughs> Yeah. Um, but yeah. So yeah, I think we uh, we got ourselves kitted out, and um, you were both John John Wick.
0: That's another thing. I have so, no idea how I was John Wick because I didn't select John Wick.
2: <laughs> I just Came out the game,
0: and he was just John Wick.
2: <laughs> I think you can put it on random and, let, and until you just select it, or give it like a random person. Um, but anyway, we did our first heist. Um, I think it was a simple jewelry store.
1: Yeah. Oh yes. Uh, yes. I enjoyed smashing all the cabinets and taking all the jewelry and watches. It was good.
2: Yeah. Uh, so I think we 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 started on normal difficulty, I think first, and I, I think it was a, it was a bit of a breeze. I think it was. Though yeah. I think we ran into yeah. too much trouble. So we thought, all right, we'll 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 put on like the difficulty high. See see if we can get a bit of a challenge. I forgot what was the highest on this one. Um, we had
1: to empty them fans, didn't we? No, it was, it was the, the bank, part, wasn't
2: or? it? Sorry, it was Is the bank, this the two wasn't part it? One. Yeah, it was a two-part one. So it was like it was a small kind of like um, American bank. Um, we all voted to put like the thermal drill a bit close to the wall that was at the vault. Pick that up. Um, I think we wanted to, we were going to like scour it first, and I think maybe I probably. <laughs>
0: someone put the mask in, yeah. on back that a, awesome. that's a yeah. stealth didn't go very well no that him. was it we were,
2: we were going to do a stealth um and I think I went around the back and I wanted to take out there was like a it might be like the bank manager kept on sort of coming in and out I wanted to sort of take him out because I think he might have had like a key that would help us that didn't go well I think the guard saw me do it so yeah I was trying to like I was trying to see if I could like get my weapon out without putting a mask on and you can't like there's no way of doing it so i was like right i'm going to get go a mask on and, like pistol whip this this manager and that didn't go well so i alerted everyone so um we got the drill going and we were like defending it for a while nathan yeah. liked his uh he kept running outside his blood sprees oh yeah <laughs> I, i'm, well, I'm, killing, I'm killing gonna take the this opportunity to in.
1: apologize for all the times i'm been downed and that you've got me back up again so
2: yeah, sorry thank
1: you you're down outside, outside the
2: bank yeah.
0: <laughs> I, I had to keep reaching through the windows out of your I had
1: no fallen over
2: again um yeah so I get it through the window so like it initially starts off with like the the bank guards trying trying try and, try and have a go at you and that was a bit easy. so then uh the difficulty starts ramping up police come in basic uniforms kind of take them out and then it starts getting a little bit more difficult. Start coming in with riot gear, and then there's the riot gear with shields, and then there's the bloody Ooh, taser gun Oh, the tasers. The tasers absolutely no, because nice. if they hit you, you just start spraying randomly. You can't oh, yeah. hit anything. And then you got the snipers on the roofs as well, which are a bit of a pain if you if you're not keeping an eye on them. And then. Yeah. So I think we we got the bank open. I think by this point, Nathan actually got put into custody because he went down so oh, many yeah. times. <laughs> yeah. So it was yeah. like me and Mark trying to like rob this vault trying to open some of the, um, the I suppose Those mini bolt locks, lock yeah, what lock things, it? but they cash were locks, ages, cash, so. ca- cash boxes,
1: cash yeah. boxes, safety deposit boxes. That's it yeah.
2: Yeah, lot of of that. yeah. I think we did a few, and then we like actually we're just gonna get the money. Yeah, because
0: there was just hundreds yeah. of them. <laughs> yeah. So, I don't think we could do all uh,
2: this Uh, so we got so we got through, r- ran out, got in the van, and then got into a second part where we have to essentially like, the van crashes at some point and you have to wait for like a basically like a backup band to come and that, that was a bit of a nightmare because it's such like a <laughs> it's basically like a hold mode where you have to like defend somewhere from all sides yeah um i think it's, at some point like i think uh you uh, mark and nathan got points custody and, like i'm on my own trying to like yeah it's just just hide, just hide the time it's, like back. yeah waste time while, like, the police are like taking the bags as well, and running off with them. Like, what are you doing? She could that Corruption. Yeah. yeah, what's going on there? Um, but we managed to get through and got some decent money out of it. Um, and then, probably our most difficult one that we went through is the nightclub.
1: Oh, yeah. Last- How many times did we try that? About like four or five times? Something? Uh, like I think Maybe it was three. Just twice. It
2: was just I thought, twice. I thought, I, thought, I thought it was a second. Yeah. I think, yeah, I think we, we failed it once. We all.
0: Yeah, I just got murdered on the dance floor, <laughs> <There you laughs>
2: quite go. literally. Murder on the dance uh, floor, yeah. and um, Sophia yeah. Yep. So you could stealth it, but I don't think we really found a good way about it to stealth. Because <laughs> like um, you have to like you can get through initially. There's like a bouncer, and you can if you wait yeah, for a bit. there's like
1: gangsters yeah, in there. You have to avoid on, these mafiosos, don't you?
2: Yeah. yeah, you have to like speed past them so they notice you um but like the back rooms it was difficult like i tried to speed past them we were like what are you doing here like yeah. oh sh- well <laughs> oh and the shield kill people now.
1: when they eventually come they are so annoying
2: yeah because nice. there's a point where they're getting to like a back a back area but it's like the club's all like quite closed area yeah. space
0: so yeah. it's
2: pretty difficult to like get around them to like
0: so it's like benny back. hill you're running around these tables in the center of the room yeah. you're trying to get around back of
2: um, and then like when you drill in the man- like the managers uh, safe as well like they come in through like bloody night lights, oh, yeah, like the skylight, oh for yeah. god's sake
0: yeah there's one where we're looking through the window down onto the dance floor yeah. and then a, a four swats just came through the windows behind us
2: <laughs> <But> <laughs> yeah <I don't> <laughs> we were just like turning around oh, what's going on here? Um. so yeah it took us two tries but we, we eventually did it so but no I think it's really good fun like once you get there I I think I don't know if we'll do it for the future, but I think keeping like the AI partner, I think, is, is might be an idea, because so he can come and help and like get the person up who's downed if he's near them. I think. So.
0: Yeah, basically, it's, it's another target for the police, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. That's, that's the way right. I see it.
2: Yeah, you shoot him instead? <laughs> yeah. Even though he's not going to kill any one of you, but. Yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah, I think the game's definitely more enjoyable co-op than being on your own, like three of yeah. them. Yeah. AI people, because like when I, was, I I tried playing it, it's like I'm not the only one who's like pulling the money around, So I've got to like get the money, go to the band, put the money in, come back, get some more money, go to the band. Yeah. Yeah.
1: just gets a bit. Yeah. I'm like,
2: why are you guys lazy? <laughs> I mean, great, you're being bullet sponges for me. You are kind of sort of killing the police for me, but like this is Tekken Pro So um, least we could coordinate our efforts as best as we can. Yeah.
0: Hey, hey, I think it's been a resounding success. I think we've done rather well. So far, I, I, don't think I thought before. we were going to do absolutely terribly at it. <laughs> Be quite honest. Well, well Nick does like to run out into the open. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's why I get down he's, all the time. He's
2: playing, he's doing... playing like it's Call of duty.
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> it's low wolf and everyone.
1: I'm doing it to protect we'll see, you guys. I think I'm the I'm the I'm the bullet sponge.
2: Yeah. Oh yeah, you're the bullet you're sponge.
1: the human
2: shield. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I think. We'll definitely play play some more. I think um, we'll play a couple more on the on the hard difficulty, and then I think once we start getting a bit comfortable, we'll Excellent. ramp it up. And see. <laughs> yeah, because you you do get more money out of the out of the jobs as well. The harder it is, the more money is like the risk basically. So yeah, we'll definitely have to try try different ones as well. Cause I think I think actually the last no the one we did before the nightclub one was like probably our longest one. That like whole dock.
1: Oh, no, the warehouse one where think, we had to get yeah. the Oh yes.
2: Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we had to, like, like open the safes, and then we had to get the we had to get like the bags onto the forklift trucks and dry the forklifts out.
1: Yeah. I read um, a moment we are going to get blown up because I'm sure I shot the nukes about six times.
2: I'm sure that I'm sure that all the cops are shooting them as well. Like, what are you doing? I've got wards. <laughs> They're going to go off Madness. at any moment. What are you doing? Uh, Some
0: people just want to watch the world burn.
2: <laughs> yeah, literally. No, good fun. Really enjoyed it. I'd love to see if we can find more of these type of games. Like, I'd love to, like, PD3.
0: like <laughs> yeah. PD3, I loved like
2: payday three. Yeah, three, is suppose. Um, I I don't think we can. I wish the, I wish we could have done like
0: twenty first of September. Twenty first of September.
2: Oh, is Stacked. it? Stacked. yeah. What? Stacked. Maybe we see if we can convince Mark to get back for blood and give that a go. Maybe.
0: I might look into it. Well, pleasure as always, chaps. Thank you very much. So if you enjoyed listening to us, please consider tuning in next time. We release biweekly weekly on Tuesdays. You can visit our website at jokingdolphin.com. Also, feel free to follow us on all social media platforms to continue the conversation. You can find Joking Dolphin on YouTube and Facebook, as well as on Instagram and Twitter, slash eggs, at Joking Dolphin. Until next time, thanks for listening. Goodbye.
1: To little Pip. The pleasure is all mine, Mark. Goodbye. That killed you saying next, didn't it? Yes. <laughs>